and you're back. Well, me as well. It's week four, and um, yeah, I think things have been going pretty well. I especially last week, the sound was definitely a lot better. So I'm glad that has been. Well, it's kind of rectified. You know, I need to kind of sort this situation out because um. Yeah, I don't think I can keep on recording the way I am. But, you know, at least there's been inroads, let's say. But, yeah, so that's all good. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about. Well, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things. Like, sometimes, yeah, my my mind is just all over the place, frankly. And, um, you know, it's trying to remember what the hell. It's like, what was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah, it's that. I write stuff down, but then I forget still, and it's just like, man, and I just can't sleep, I just, well, you know, that that's probably nothing new to anyone that knows me, really, because my sleep is just horrendous, I have um, found that alcohol has been helping, <laughs> so of late, it's just been, yeah, it's been drinking, but um, probably need to sort that out. Because, yeah, I can't drink every single night. It's insane. Although, I don't get hangovers, so, hey, maybe I could. But we will see. Um, Yeah, well, that was a little ramble, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, there's been, yeah, been a few things. Ah, I don't know if anyone is, uh, you know, uh, like all the, the, the hundreds of people that are obviously listening to this. <laughs> But, um, yo, Sunday was the, um, the 16th edition, I think it was the 16th, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was EBI 16, yeah, the 16th edition of, um, EBI, the Eddie Bravo Invitational Nogi Jiu-Jitsu competition, which is... Ah, so good, so good, um, like, uh, when was it, it's, I think it was like a couple of years ago, it may have been longer, because yeah, time is playing tricks on my mind, I feel, but um, yeah, you know, I bought myself Fight Pass, as a little early birthday present, I was like, you know what, Kevin, you deserve this, and um, yeah, and I did, and so I bought myself Fight Pass, and I've been, I was like catching up on like UFC events and stuff, and it was just in time for International Fight Week, so it was all good. There's a lot of good fights on, caught all of that, but um, I was going back, for, I was going through the events, and so I was, I was watching a lot of kickboxing, Glory kickboxing, which is really good, and um. I stumbled upon the uh, EBIs, and so I started from the beginning, and just been like watching those, and it's just fantastic. I so I used to do a lot of martial arts. I was, I was doing. Um, I started off doing. Well, actually, I started off back in the day doing a little judo. Um, that was all right. Well, actually, I tell a lie. Like, it was all right, but the instructor was an asshole. Because, like, you know, I think... I don't even know, because I wasn't the biggest fucker in the class. But that dick used to pick on me something crazy. And so, it's like, this is some grown man, and I must have been... Shit, how old was I? I don't know, I don't be like six or something stupid like that. But um yeah, he would just throw throw you and like throw you hard, like hard enough where like you you know what I mean, like you've knocked the wind out of you and you're just like lying there on the floor like <laughs> like dying. And um yeah, so you know, he was a bit of a bullying prick, but, um, yeah, did judo for a bit, stopped, just because I'd kind of had enough of that, and, yeah, he wasn't a great teacher, he didn't really learn a lot, 
it was just getting bullied and thrown around and um yeah that was it <laughs> not not much learning but um then i, I th- th- yeah then i started doing my tie a lot lot later because uh, it was like trying to find a class where it wasn't too busy otherwise I, I just wouldn't see what the fuck was going on so I had to try and find something where I could see what was happening and learn but I started doing I, I was doing privates um, doing Mai Tai in Kettle's gym um, which was fun man that was fun uh, yes I did that for a, a year and a half two years and then like I think a year into that I also started doing kickboxing and jiu-jitsu and uh yeah I used to train hard man I used to train like four times a week and it was great but I blew my I blew the fuck out of my knee man it was just like ugh, it was terrible and I tried to and then I started to come back um, I used to go I, I started at London Fight Factory And that was cool But uh, I then got really ill So I just couldn't Couldn't continue there And When I bought my place There's a dojo just around the corner So I started going there Pyramid um, And then I broke my toe Which was Awesome, especially the fact I didn't even know I broke my toe. I, I think it was like uh, whew, three weeks. I was walking around in excruciating pain, and I nearly plaked out at work. And then I was just like, right, I better go to the hospital. And then found that I broke my toe. But I, yeah, you don't want to know about that. But um, yeah, but you know, so I always, uh, yeah, martial arts has always been fascinating to me. And watching jiu-jitsu, it's just like chess, man. It's just the intricacies of the game is fascinating. And I've all, I always loved doing it. And so watching it is... I mean, you know, it's not as good, but it's the next best thing, isn't it, right? So, um, yeah, I've, you know, the, like Gary Tonin... It's, it's like killing it Like Gio Martinez Richie Martinez Like um Oh just the rest of the Dan and the Dan and our Death Squad and all of them man So it's just been it's just Yeah just fascinating Fascinating So on Sunday As I said it was like the 16th Edition And um this was the female Bantamweights And um yeah, there's been. I think they did a featherweight, what a female, all female featherweight competition, and they did another one with um, a female like combat jujitsu rules. That was like, I think it was like a four man, four woman, like competition. So that was fun, and they've been a. There's been a few female ex. Like super exhibition matches, like Grace Gunyon, Grace Gunyon, Gunjan, something like that. I butchered that name, but she is ridiculous. Oh my gosh! And um, yeah, the one great thing about Sunday, they said that there's gonna be uh, featherweights in December, and she's gonna be fighting on that. So that is a must watch for sure. But yeah, Sundays, it was fascinating, man All the matches were just great Just these incredible matches the, the, When it went to the quarterfinals The quarterfinals were insane Because they were The subs in the quarterfinals Were so quick So quick It was just crazy I think it was um, Bianca Basilio Her match Against uh, Sophia Nodino, it ended by a um, mere armbar, and the the match must have lasted about seven seconds. It was so quick, it was crazy. But um, 
Yeah, it's like, you know, there was three Brazilians in the competition. Bia, Mesquito, Luana Algura, and Bianca Basilio. And they were phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, you know, it was... I don't know, because Luna Alger, Al, Luana Al, Alzgura had been out of competition for a while. So I kind of, I was really rooting for her to win because, you know, like, it's the underdog, man. So she, and she was slick as hell. But um, she lost in the semifinals to Bia Mesquita. Um... And Bianca Basilio defeated Nikki Sullivan. And, uh, the, yeah, so those two fought in the final. I, I, I don't know. Both, it was so well matched. So well matched. So the full time went and then it went to uh, overtime. And um, Bia, Bia won it. Boy, she won it quick. It was, you know... She got the uh, she got the sub in like I don't know again it was like super fast like four seconds something crazy like that so when Bianca's turn to come around the, you know the chances of her pulling something off that quickly it was very slim and it didn't happen but it was a great oh man they were great matches and then on top of that there was two combat jujitsu matches. PJ Birch against Michael Gonzalez and Birch boy he just he just looked dominating just it was it was crazy yeah his match was he controlled it just did what he wanted to do and then won by sick Kimura it was fantastic and the fight ah the last combat jiu-jitsu match was um Richie Boogeyman Martinez against Bobby Evans and boy, Boogeyman is is crazy, is insane, man. He's so skillful, it's insane, it's crazy. And at the beginning, I was I was like, I was thinking, ah, it'd be great for him to win. He needs to retain the title, and it started off, and Evans had him, had had him on his back. But he wasn't able to do much, you know. He 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 was trying to control the position, but he couldn't. He couldn't maximize anything. He couldn't um, further, you know, where he was. And you're just like, oh, so what's going to happen here? Is he is he gonna just? Is it gonna go to overtime? What's gonna? And I think it was about seven minutes in. Yo, Richie just like just reversed. It was just the slickest reverse, man. And then once he got on top, it was just a matter of time. It was just you just saw it's just levels to that shit, man. And he he just did his thing, just did his thing. And then like you thought he was gonna sink in a dance early. But he did, the, the Evans got out. But then he just wrapped it up, man. These long ass arms just wrapped up that dust and choked him out. It was yeah, great performance, man. So yeah, the, the jujitsu this weekend was uh, was something. It was definitely something. You know, the UFC was good. You know, Leon Edwards against Cowboy Cerrone, but. It was all about EBI for me, man. So that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I think other than other than that, there's been a lot of comedy. As uh, that just <laughs> seems to be all I've been doing of late, you know. So I went to see um, Louisa Omelon. I don't think that's how you pronounce her name, but I just get it wrong all the time, which is so terrible. But um yeah, I saw her as part of the Underbelly Festival on uh last Thursday and that was a lot of fun. Um I think it's just uh 
you know, the last time I saw her was in just before Christmas, and god damn it, that show was so hard, because, you know, it, it was just essentially, she was talking about how her mum died, and the craziness that kind of happened around it, just like the, the bad care and service, you know, the, the cancelled of, of, of appointments at the hospital, and just, yeah, it was just crazy, and it was just so sad, and it was so hard to, 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 to listen to, you know, there's a lot of people, just, you could tell, just couldn't, couldn't handle it, and had to leave, because it was just heart-wrenching, just, it was, uh, I don't think it was a dry eye in the damn place, you know, it was, it was, it was sad, it was sad, but, you know, you have to give her so much props for, for doing it, for, you know what I mean, for performing that night, because it must have been so tough, so this, you know, last week, it was, it was a lot easier than that, um, she, she's working on, um, working on a show that she's taken to Edinburgh, so, you know, it was funny, it was funny, there was, there was still moments in it where, um, you know, she talked about her mum, and that was sad, but, uh, yeah, it it was, it was good though, It, it was good, it was worth, it was, uh, worth seeing. And then the f- next day, went to see Gina Yashere at the Underbelly. And, um, yeah, so that was cool. Because, man, I've, I've, I've never seen Gina live. And I'd always wanted to. Um, I just remember, like, she used to pop up on TV a lot back in the day. And especially there was a program called The A-Force on um, BBC Two. Boy, I don't know if anyone remembers that, but yeah, you know, she used to do, be on the um, stand-up panel on that sometimes, so that was cool. And yeah, you, you see, but the last time I'd, I think I'd seen her really on TV was she did. She was a part of Last Comic Standing. I forget what season it was. It was a few years back um, with Paul Foot and a few other British people, um, and she was on that. And and I always felt when she was on that, I was just like, oh, I've seen I've seen her do funnier stuff. So it was a bit of a you know I was always thinking she could have done better. But then recently she seems to have a resurgence. So she's she's on Netflix. She's on the um the stand up season two. And um yeah so you know when the tickets went on sale, I thought boy need to grab that. So um. Yeah, went along to see her with one of my peoples, and um, it's a lot of fun, as you will hear. Well, another night at the Underbelly, um, just chilling in the South Bank after after seeing Gina Yashere. So, um, yeah, I think this this is the first time I've seen her live. Um, chilling with my boy Pete. Pete, so how did you find this? Gina is excellent. Uh, first time I've seen her live. I've seen her some, some of her stand-up material on TV in the past, but like seeing her live was a totally different experience, uh, especially because some of the material was um, quite close to home. You know, sort of being Nigerian and sort of knowing all the idiosyncrasies of you know Nigerian parents, and you know the, 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 there was that, that parallel was was there. And uh, yeah, it's, some of it made me laugh, and some of it I was just crying inside because I was remembering times of how you know schizophrenic my parents were in terms of like you know wanting us to be British but at the same time constantly telling us that we are Nigerian and that one day we're, they're going to take us back um, so yeah it was it's brilliant really really good enjoyed it yeah I have to say it was um the last time I think that I saw I saw her um do stuff I remember seeing her on um, Last Comic Standing when she was um, on that. And I, I just remember thinking, I've seen her do better, man. I've seen her do better. And so it was good seeing her live and having her on, like, good form. And, you know what I mean? I was a bit... 
like at the beginning when she was doing a lot of the racial stuff I was a bit like mm, I'm not quite sure if I'm gonna be feeling this just because a lot of times when comedians do the racial stuff it's stuff you know you've heard similar material from other people but she did put a little different spin on it especially talking about her experience touring well, Asia it wasn't like she was just talking about like uh, some stereotypes she was actually talking from talking from her own experience of what actually happened to her so it wasn't some sort of an imaginary made up story these were actually actual things that happened to her which she was you know sort of like um, conveying back to us through her comedy yeah but I have to say a lot of the stuff is still similar to stuff I've heard where it got good was when she was talking about traveling through Asia that's when it became different and unique and that's when I was like okay yeah this is this is cool I'm feeling this man uh, the, the, uh, the, the part that made me laugh was um, when, when her partner wanted to um, meet her mum and she was like, right, if you're going to meet my mum, there's a couple of things you really need to sort of like understand. And remember not to give away the joke. <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, it had me in hysterics because like it reminded me of my mum and dad. You know, in fact, I think like you know, most Nigerian parents from the fifties and sixties are probably cut from the same template. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine so. I mean, my minds have mellowed a little bit, but every so often, uh, I think my dad's like goes hardcore old school. Yeah, but you know, it was a fun evening. <laughs> it was it was a fun evening, yeah. and um, yeah, I'd see her again. Definitely, definitely. All right, awesome. On to the next one. The thing that really baffles me about um, ain't comedy gigs, really. I, I, I think when you think about it, like, th this is the big one. It's like the people that turn up late. Because if you turn up for, like, a music gig late, you know, there's a lot of noise, everyone's, like, jumping around singing whatever whatever so you don't really get noticed it's easy to slip in but with comedy it's silent everyone's listening to the comedian so your ass coming in late yo you're on blast you know what I mean so it's just like there's people turned up late Virginia and then they wonder why they're getting called out or the, or the people that suddenly just get up and and walk out but don't even do it discreetly and then they get pissed if they get like you know mentioned and it's just like listen you can't turn up late for meetings you couldn't leave a meeting halfway through so you have to, you know, look at these things the same way. Show it the same respect, you know. It's just crazy, man. But, um, yeah, it was a good week for comedy because, like, out of the blue, I got tickets for um, the third heat of uh, the New Comedy Awards, you know, the BBC New Comedy Awards. So I uh, went back to up the creek for that one you know the heat two was heat two was pretty good may martin held that one down that was cool um as i talked about last week but um yeah heat three like um tez Ilias hosted uh this one and yo, he did a good job, man. He had an, a good energy, you know, um, and that was cool. But um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the same as Heat Two. Well, obviously, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It didn't didn't have the same impact. Didn't have the same impact. I honestly, again. The wrong person won. Um, 
I don't know though. I, I, I'm wondering if, you know, because I'm, I'm going to a lot of comedy that I'm, I'm looking at this stuff with different eyes. And especially because, you know, I'm writing myself. So I'm looking at this with different eyes because I think my boy enjoyed it more than me. Um, but, you know, it wasn't to say that it was a flop or anything. Because, you know, I thought, you know, because even, this is the thing, right? Even though I didn't think it was amazing, everyone still was, they still had the poise, you know, they still did their thing up on stage. And so I still give everyone mad props for that, because it ain't easy. And so everyone still did their thing, you know? Um... Like Adele Cliff, yeah, she her set wasn't too bad. Um, who uh, like Gian Eunice, she was all right. Uh, but I, I really the person who I thought just shone was um Lulu Popplewell. Like I think her set was just solid. All the way through, solid and consistent, you know. But like, yeah, I laughed. I I laughed a lot during her set. Um. So yeah, it was a, it was just a shame she didn't win, really. But um, you know, as I said, look, it, it wasn't terrible. It just yeah, I just thought there was. See, my big thing is low hanging fruit. You know, I don't like low-hanging fruit jokes or just that common denominator stuff. And I don't know. I felt there was a lot of that. But um, as I said, look, my boy, he he was laughing. Like, everyone else in the place was laughing. So, you know what I mean? This could just be me. But, you know, this is what we thought on the night. Okay, so that was um, heat three of the new comedy awards at, um, up the creek, and um, oh, I don't know. I have to say, there were ten acts. There was ten acts, but I, I I don't think it was as strong as last week. What I don't, did you? I disagree. I think that, that there was some really strong acts this week. Uh, one of my favourites was uh, Darren Griffiths. Um, uh, Adele Cliff was very good as well, and um, Ali Ali Woods. Those are those are my top three. But um, yeah, a guy called William Stone. He was like very eclectic, very left field. Um, I thought he did okay, but would I have picked him? No, I, I wouldn't have picked him though. No. I was just bored. I, I I was say I was. I don't know if it's because I see too much comedy, but the only person who I felt deserved to be in that room was um, Lolly something. Oh yeah, yeah. L- no, no, that was um, Lulu. 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 Lulu Popperwell. Yes, Lulu Popperwell. Yeah. I thought yeah, she, she stood head she and shoulders was, above yeah, good, yeah. all the others. Um, but god damn it, their seating is uncomfortable. My knees. Next time I'm going with a with a cushion. The seats are so uncomfortable. When you get up, your ass is just completely numb. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I I don't know if I can be bothered with another heat, um, but you know, I, I yeah, I do think last week was a lot better. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who wins this thing in Edinburgh. Yeah, that will be interesting. But. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's not going to be the person that really deserves to be winning it. Yeah. But um, I guess that's the way these competitions go. But yeah, another night in Greenwich. So I've, I think a, f- a funny thing was like, and it, and it started, I have to say, like it all comes down. Well, basically, right, I, I should bring this back because I, I'm not making any sense right now but basically so I am 
single. Um, you know, um, that, that's just a statement. It wasn't a plea, just a statement. Well, I think it was just a statement. It will probably be a plea a bit later on, but hmm, we'll see. But um, yeah, so I'm single. And I don't know, it's just difficult. You know what I mean? Because it's like you, you, it's difficult to meet people, I feel, in this day and age. Because you get to a point where you're out, you go out with friends, and you're out to catch up with friends. Because, you know, you get to an age where everyone is having kids, you know, but most part, they're moving on to the multiples of kids. They're, they're move, moving out of London. So when you actually you, you meet up with your friends, you haven't seen them for a while. Because you know what happens. They have kids. They disappear. They disappear. They disappear and get boring. So, you know, you, you see them maybe twice a year. So you're trying to catch up with everything that's been going on, you know. Um, so you're not looking... At anyone else, you like you're just out and you're talking. Uh, you know, I, I feel when you're younger, everyone's single and you're going out and you're like, yo, let's let's you know we're having fun, let's try and meet some girls, boom, 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 have a good night, you know. And so you're out with a different intention than you are now. So, you know, so it leads you to try different platforms. So dating apps and all of this kind of thing. They're a nightmare. Uh, but I'll get back to that. But anyway, so my, my, my friend Peter, he has decided to act as my wingman. And we were coming back from Gina Yashere. We are on the train. And uh, this young lady sits down beside us and we're talking about films and we couldn't remember, like we were talking about This Is 40 and for the life of us, we couldn't remember the name of the first damn film. And so we're like, oh, it's Catherine Heigl. What's the name of the film? Um, you know, and she's with uh, Seth Rogen. And they're, uh, and now out of, out of nowhere, we just hear her, knocked up. And she's like, wait, what? She's like, oh, the, the film you're thinking about is knocked up. Um, obviously, she didn't sound quite as alluring as that. But, you know, I, I'm just trying my best here. And uh, so... <laughs> So, you know, a conversation starts and we're, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking to this young lady and we're just talking and my, and my friend, and she's just like, oh, my name's ba 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 and she's like, what's your name? And I'm just about to think, my name is, and my friend, he's just like, his name is, but I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, wait, what, what, what's going on, man? <laughs> and, and I'm like, Pete, yo, calm, calm down. I've got this. Calm the hell down. And then, then <laughs> his stop is coming up. So Pete, being the subtle wingman that he's decided to be, he's just like, um, right, I'm going. So you two um continue talking and exchange numbers. And I think you probably should meet up. That's what you're gonna do. Okay, I'm gone. Remember, exchange numbers, meet up. <laughs> like, well, that was an awkward, was it? <laughs> so the, 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 this girl, I, mean, I feel she felt right. I need to say um, that I am not single. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you know, but we, we were just talking though. It was a good conversation. We're talking. It was cool. So that was Pete's first attempt at being my wingman. Now, his second attempt was even more of a failure than this one. So, it's, uh, we've just been to Up the Creek. We've just been to the comedy. And, um, you know, he, he just eats. He, he's a tall, thin-ass motherfucker. But he eats so much. It's insane. So, we have to always stop off 
for this fool to get food. And so we're in Sainsbury's, we're walking around and there's a, there's a, there's a young lady by the salad aisle and we're just walking and out of nowhere he turns, turns to me and says, doesn't whisper, He's, he just says it all out loud, just turns around and goes, oh, did you just say you shit yourself? <laughs> I'm standing in Sainsbury's. This girl's turned around looking at me. Everyone else has turned around there looking at me. And I'm just like, no, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say anything. What the fuck is going on? And it's just like when people make up a frigging story and put it in the newspaper, it's a false story, so they have to put out a retraction. And where the original story's on the front page, the retraction is on, like, page eight. And his retraction was, like, walking down the fruit aisle, he's like, just whispers, oh, I, 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 I thought that's what you said. I'm like, well, that's not helpful, is it? You've just put it out there that I've just shit myself. And now my name is Mud. I can't come back here. Every girl will probably just think, that's a dude that shit himself in Sainsbury's. And um, just to uh, be clear, I did not do that. Okay? And I just want everyone to realise, yeah, Pete is a liar. Um, and he dirtied my name. But yeah, that was... Pete's efforts of being a wingman. But I did have a date at the weekend. Um, and the date was cool, you know. It was alright. We just chilled along the river, had a drink, talked, and just went for a wander, had another drink, talked some more. You know, it was, yeah, it was nice. It was fun. Um... Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a second one. Because, <laughs> yeah, she's kind of gone um, AWOL, as it were. But, you know, it's one of those things. All you can do is put yourself out there. And just hope you do not meet weirdos. Because, you know, I don't have a type, right? But my type... This, this is a funny thing. I was talking to someone else recently about, you know, dating and, you know, what, the, the kind of things you look for and stuff like that. I honestly do not have a type. But my type does seem to be weirdos because that is all I attract. Just weird people. Like the last person I, I, I saw for, um, you know, a few weeks... If you can, you know, call it that, really. Um, yeah, she, you know, I thought, seems like a nice girl. But it, it turned out to be one of those situations where, the, you know, the people don't do the things that you like. They do things that they, that they like. So it's trying to force their agenda Onto you, and you just have to be like, you know what, chill. That's not happening. And yeah, so you know, it, it, in the end, I had to retire it. But that's what happens, man. It's it's a crazy world out there. You know, I've, I've been, I try, I've been trying, having all these weird encounters from like. Tinder and Bumble, Match and Plenty of Fish and E-Harmony. And I have to say, you know, I I, I do believe these websites are hoaxes. You know, I I think you you realise the amount of dummy accounts on these sites is insane. And when you and they send you these fake emails as well, they're like, oh, this person has matched with you, and then you go to the site, and that person does not even exist. So it's crazy, man. But um, yeah, the the I, I'm 
Ugh. I'm, I've, I've tried, I've done speed dating twice so far, and the first time was a complete and utter disaster. The second time wasn't as bad. So, you know, when you've had two kind of failed attempts, of course you do it one more time. So, yeah, that's right. I'm going to do speed dating this Friday. So, hey, that will be a fun story for next week's podcast, I believe. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. <laughs> but I have to say, um, you know, yeah, this is the the fourth week, and right now, we we've just been, you know, it's a work in progress, right? So we don't have a proper logo, and we don't have a pro- we don't have a logo, don't have a logo, you know, the site isn't up. But this is all work in progress. But I've been working with one of my peoples who is a great designer. And um yo, I am so excited because I got I got sent um some new designs this week and god damn it, they are good. I I I'm I can't wait till I get to uh, drop these on you because yeah, the new designs are great, yo, um, I think he's nailed it, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth, trying to, you know, explain the looks I've been going for and everything, but, um, yo, he, he, I think he's nailed it, man, so, I'm, 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 I don't know if they'll be ready for next week, but I would say, by episode six, Things are going to be popping off, you know. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have a, a, the logo for the for the podcast. Um, and um, yeah, and then it's the website. Uh, so you know, I, I think I was just helping a friend with her website, um, which you know got me. Um, it helped me try and, you know, formulate what the plan is for this one. So, um, yeah, it, it, everything is coming soon and soon is soon. So, yeah, we'll, 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 you know, we'll make an announcement when that is about to drop, of course. So, yeah, I'm hoping that you'll, uh, you'll dig it. I think you will, because as I said, the, these logos are killer. Yeah. Homie's done a good job with this shit, man. Definitely done a good job. And um, all right. Well, I I think we're getting close to the end, but I will say, um, uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple of things that are just a bit like crazy in the news right now, you know. Um. So yeah, let's speak on um. Speak on these. So yesterday it was announced that Uber has been granted a short-term license to operate in London. Um, and it's this whole crazy situation. Because last year, um, you know, Uber's license was coming up for renewal. And they they applied for a five-year, a new five-year license and TFL rejected it, rejected the license, um, saying that, you know, they're not, you know, Uber wasn't fit and fit and proper operator, you know, like too many accidents were happening, too many attacks, like, like people were getting attacked and raped, and all all this stuff was happening with Uber. Um, yeah, so that is so it looked like you know Uber was going to disappear from uh, from London. And so yesterday it was announced that um, Uber has got a new short term license. Now the the crazy thing about this is 
So TFL has now said that um, that they're fine. Yeah, it says like they're now fit for purpose. But if they were fit for purpose, why are you then giving them a probationary license? It, it, it's, it's ridiculous because you know they they tr- they're trying to paint this whole situation one way. Obviously. I don't have all the facts, but we all know that the taxi unions were pissed at Uber. They they were pissed at Uber going, they're taking all their business away and all of this kind of bullshit, right? And the taxi unions were lobbying the government to get them to get rid of Uber, and we know how this shit works. Obviously, the taxi unions paid some big money to make that happen. So Uber's having to had to go through all this craziness to try and get a new license. And the thing is, right? It's like the taxi union don't want Uber. They're saying they're taking all our business, but they're not changing. You'd have thought. Tax, then the taxes would think, all right, how can we make our service better? Because I tell you now, like, I could call up an Uber and it comes and my journey's cool. I cannot get a black cab. The amount of times I try and hail a black cab, they do not stop for black people, which is kind of ironic. You know, it, it's always crazy, it's irritating. The, 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 rubbish now i have to I have to say not all of them i have had some very pleasant journeys in black cabs but you have to say how it is man and yeah i just i just find this whole situation just crazy just it's a crazy situation it's a very dishonest situation and sadiq khan is a jackass you know He's always coming out of all, just bullshit. He's he's not a great mayor. Um, be happy when his reign is done, really. But you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens after these fifteen months. Whether they just give them a proper license, or if it just is some rolling bullshit situation, and the stupid black cabs get their way. But yeah, that's. A piece of news that I thought, hold on, this is insane. The other crazy thing that it's the frigging World Cup. Ugh, it's the damn World Cup right now, and you know you turn on the news and it's all about the football. Like even out in a bloody comedy club, you're getting bloody f- score updates and everything like that. But what I do not understand, right? So, we're meant to be in this open society. Everyone's embracing each other culturally. But, Germany lost and everyone is, like, jumping around like they've just won the lottery. You know, England haven't won anything. But... Everyone is so happy that like Germany lose or or Argentina lose. It's just like look, the war was a very long time ago, so we need to let this shit go because the generation right now didn't have anything to do with it, so we cannot blame them for things other people did. But this is the insane thing. It's just like these crazy, insane hatreds for people come up whenever, like, something like this comes around. Like, you you know, you see it in the Olympics. You you see it in the football, the rugby, cricket. Like, all of these rivalries, these weird hatreds that we have for each other spring up. And they try and mask it in something else. But it's just like, no, it's just that c- continued hatred that started 
way back in the 30s at the start of these wars and shit and it's insane we need to need to let it go because then you know just a few weeks back we had the royal wedding and everyone's been like oh yes and it's bringing cultures together and rare 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 and you know they're singing a completely different tune then but let's just face it the royal friggin family they're part german you know so you can't have it it's like having their cake and eating it one minute they, they're loving everything next minute they want to you know bring back and they always harp on like Maradona handballed the friggin ball god damn it people shut the fuck up it's a stupid game with a stupid ball just chill just chill out because we all know England ain't gonna win shit So just deal with it, man. Deal with it. Move on. Well, you know, like, it will be Wimbledon next. Because that's coming up. So everyone's going to jump on that. They'll be out playing, trying to pretend to play tennis. Trying to pretend they give a shit about tennis. Just like sports. Ugh. You know, you, this is the thing. You don't get this shit with stuff like jujitsu. It's a, it's a lot peaceful. It's a lot peacefuler. Peacefuler? I don't even know if that's a frigging word. Anyway, I'm probably ranting. So, I should probably step off right now and um, end this damn podcast, man. But, um, yeah, next week, you know, I'll tell you about this whole speed dating craziness. I I think there'll probably be a film review somewhere in the mix. Yeah, I thought Incredibles 2 was already out. Went to the cinema, found, oh, it's not even out. So, yeah, that was um, a little embarrassing, but hey-ho. But, yeah, we'll have this fun stuff next week. And um, so, while you're waiting, hey, just go have fun with all these other podcasts out there, man. And, uh... I'll see you next week. All right, peace.